All right, let's start picking winners. Now, you know something we don't do in this sport? That I, I, I like American sports, as you know, but the brackets, right, where mm. you try and pick – this is big in the um, uh, NCAA college basketball tournament where you've got uh, 64 teams in a knockout-style tournament. Now, we don't have a knockout-style tournament, but it is you can have a bracket at the start. So, so at the end of the show, mm. there's our bracket, and we're all going to pick our brackets – and try and work out not just who's going to win this week, but each team's path to the grand final. Can anyone pick nine out of nine? There's nine games in the finals. Should have for that as a marketer. Well, you know, well, it's a bit hard development-wise to get everyone to be able to do their own brackets. But yeah. what I might do, Shawnee, I might hit up. Uh, we might get Pengy and uh, Benny Rawlings and B Man on the case to maybe we can publish yeah. our own brackets. Yes. And if people wish to, and it'll be a crazy price to pick nine in a row. Yes. And if yes. people wish to jump on board our brackets, Dan, they yep. can do so. And and. Um uh, we'll do these. We'll do these at the end of this show. So stay tuned. We'll do our brackets. Mm. Uh, I think I, I uh, floated this last year, and we were so bad in the first week. <laughs> because here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. It has been. I got some interesting stats here. It has been eight years mm. since all the higher ranked teams have won on the opening weekend of final. So we went back to this one v four. 2v3, 5v8, 6v7 system in 2012. Yep. is the only year where teams 1, 2, 5, and 6 have all won. As per the seedings. As per the seedings. There is always an upset. It was very similar under the McIntyre system, uh, the, the, the stupid system. <laughs> very rarely, very rarely do you get the four favourites, as in this case, mm. because they are all, all the home teams are the favourites. Yep. So um, keep that in mind. 12 of the last 14 premiers have had the best or second best defence. This year, that's Penrith and the Storm. And 12 of the last 13 premiers have won their week one final. So usually the premier these days wins that 1v4, 2v3. It comes from those two games. 12 of the last 14. Yeah. Best or second defence? Yes. Right? Yeah, I found that too. That's Melbourne Storm and Penrith. Melbourne Storm and Penrith. So the attack is Mm. not necessarily as important. We've had teams with the fifth best attack go on and win the comp. Um, Not even best for and against is necessarily the bellwether. The Mm. bellwether is defence. And 12 of the last 13 have won their week one final. So apart from the 2015 Cowboys who lost their week one final... The only path to a premiership in our game, and it will it, there'll be the outlier, but the only path you got to finish in the top four, and you must win that first game. That's right. And and, and when you factor in those stats, Dan, the twelve of the fourteen were one or two. Cronulla held on by the skin of their teeth. They were one of the teams who weren't one or two yeah. against the Melbourne Storm. So it, it is skewed so heavily yeah. to those top two defensive teams. But yes, exactly. Oh yes, I see what you mean. Yeah, but Cronulla. They scored the big upset in round one of the finals. I think round one, I've always said this, is as important, in fact, more important than the first 26 weeks or 20 weeks. Of course. Because it actually, all, all you're doing for those 26 weeks or 20 weeks is putting yourself in the position for round one. If you don't take advantage, we've seen the Roosters a couple of times butcher this, where mm. they finish first and then they lose that first game and that's the end of them. Um so just keep those things in mind. Uh, let's bring up some markets, eh? And the premiership market looks like this. Melbourne wow. f- favourites, $3.40. Penrith at three sixty. So they've come in a bit. And that's on the back of the Roosters being smashed. Jeez. Uh, well, they've gone from first favourite to third favourite at three seventy five. But look at that. Canberra. 
Canberra's the fourth favourite. So actually, they're actually shorter than Parramatta uh, at fifteen dollars. Parramatta's twenty six dollars. That's insulting. South at nineteen. <laughs> Newcastle one hundred and fifty one. Cronulla two hundred and fifty one. Um, that feels about right, doesn't it, gents? Um, with the um, sort of top three now, the what the order mm. of play. Mel- to me, Melbourne should be the favourites because they've got exposed finals winners. Yeah, I've been tipping the Melbourne Storm all year because the reason I gave you boys was that they pushed the Roosters so close last year and they're a better team this year with Pappenhausen flying, Jerome Hughes who's flying, Nelson Asofa Solomona and yep. Tino have gone to a Tino, new level. Tino, Tino. So they're a better side. And the question I said to you, men, are the Roosters a better side? Well, they're not because there's no Cooper Cronk. No. There's no Latrell Mitchell. Uh, Radley's not playing. So they're, they're not as good a side. So I've been on the Melbourne Storm camp. Dan, this is pushing your friendship because you said as long as the I'm Roosters out. are still in. Oh, I'm you're out. off. I am declaring what I saw last week. It's amazing. So you know where I live at Coogee. So a lot of Eastern Suburbs fans coming out to you. Oh, mate, we threw that, mate. We ran dead. Mate, we ran dead. I don't think they did. I don't think You're they did. You're out. I am out. You're off the bus. They can't win the comp. You can't You can't have that performance oh. that close to the finals mm. and recover. I think they are cooked. I think every team, we most teams that we have seen yeah. hit a wall. The defending premiers. It, remember when it what, happened? In one week, though, two weeks ago, they Look, were like a two dollar eighty eight pop to win like, the comp. Well, I never thought two eighty eight was fair. Mm. I always thought that was a, skinny. A, a, it's very skinny. Mm. But it just—it's like a boxer. They just get old all of a sudden. In one round, they age. I, I remember vividly South. They just hit a wall in twenty fifteen. Remember they started the year there were markets. Could they go through undefeated? Mm. And then about four weeks from the end. Brisbane beat them forty-seven to twelve or something, and then Manly did a job on them forty-six to eight, and then they got they snuck into eighth or seventh, and Cronulla just brushed by them. It happens so often that once the wall comes, it's over. Yeah, and I, you know, it wouldn't shock me if they beat Penrith this week. If they beat Penrith, wouldn't are Penrith shock. gone? Surely that if yes. Penrith are going to win this comp, they've got to win this week, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And I th- but to me, you say. I, I, that was the loss where I go, okay, there's a there's a problem. Mm. I can't be on them anymore. Okay. What about you, Cole Miner? No, I'd be very wary of, of throwing them out after after one week. It, granted it was a it was a hell of a, a defeat. Um, obviously the big the big mix up in the in those outright prices is, you know, the the shake up on in who's playing who in uh, week one. Storm obviously get the they get the bit of a yeah. what looks like soft draw. Uh, the gift run now. They they're, they're what going off a dollar twenty five or thereabouts in week one. So um, that's the that's the big shift there. But it looks yeah, it looks like it's all coming up storm. It's all falling their way. Well, I'm going to make a case for Canberra in a second as to why they might be value. But um, before you get to your point, Gus made a very interesting point. Now, Gus is a very astute punter. We had mm. him on our podcast, and you know we know that um, he's very smart at these things. And someone said a South good value at twenty one bucks, or and they're not, they've come into nineteen now. And Gus said you're better off backing them week by week because it'll end up you'll probably get about $35, $36. Right. There are some teams, Sean, aren't there, where if you actually think about it and, and map out the draw, they might be favourites this week against Newcastle, heavy favourites, but then you work out, well, they're 6 v 7, they're probably going to play Parramatta, then after that they're probably going to play 
Um, who's on the other side of the draw? Penrith or Roosters, and then a grand final. And you start multiplying them, yeah. and you realise you're going to get better value by doing them week by week. Not every team like that, that Sean, is it? But, mm. it? but in that case, it works. It certainly works for the for the bottom four teams. Yeah. I think I remember when the when the um, uh, Western Bulldogs won the grand final in the AFL. I think they come from eighth or seventh, whatever it was. And at the start of the finals, their outright price might have been 100 to 1, but you worked out, you know, when it was all said and done. Mm. If you had to have the all up week to week, mm. I think it was double. There was something like 200 to 1 or wow. something. So it works for the bottom half yep. of the of the bracket, not so much the, the top four. You can you can find a bit of value in the um, in the outright for the, yeah. for the top for the top four. I've found. Yep. But just remember, if you do it that way for top four, you can't lose that first week. No, that's right. You've got to win everything. That's right. So That's right. That's exactly right. Where well, you have to from the bottom four. There's no other way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, every year, I'll take uh, unders, I believe, in the Melbourne Cup. Yep. Because I just like to have it locked and loaded. Yeah. The problem is with what you're saying, it's great in theory, but for the people to actually physically go back to the well and put that all those winnings on the next week. I and understand. Then go, so but that, but it does what, give you the choice. It does. It does. But... I, I like to be locked and loaded personally. Yeah, but- I'm the same. But when you start, if it was, say, if you'd worked it out that it was $19 versus $23, I'd go, I'd just put Take my money at the start. But when you start working it out, but then but then you are taking the risk. What if the teams – see, I think South will be favourites against Parramatta in week two. Mm. I think they'll be favourites against them. Does that sound right, Sean? So then, then okay. There won't be much in it, yeah. What if South have two blistering wins and then they play the team in week three that won their first final, but they've got two blokes injured and they've got two blokes suspended? All of a sudden, the odds don't quite stack. So that's the risk you're taking as well. I reckon Parra might be favourites against Newcastle in that one. Ah, <laughs> see where you're going. All right, let's get to some games. Eh? We've, we've, we've kept you on uh, long enough. Uh, we start with Friday night. Penrith versus the Roosters. By the way, do we like this as the opening game of the finals? Yeah, I think so. What do you reckon, Shawnee? Love it. Mm. This is yeah. uh, this is this is mouthwatering. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I, it'd be fascinating to have a conversation with uh, Channel Nine. I, I guess they're the ones that pick. It would have been that all Melbourne Parramatta. Um, Penrith, so we've got stats on the screen there for those watching us on KO. $1.74, $2.10. But the, the number in brackets, Sean, is the a weight of money. So mm. 76% of the money, not the bets, but all the money is on the Panthers. That is um, a huge amount considering they're playing the defending premiers. Yeah, and considering how tight the betting is. 76%, um, yeah, 24%, the- yeah. Yeah, they're not overly short at the 174, but we had a bit of a debate when we were putting up these um, these week one prices. You know, I, I personally I think Penrith are the slightest of favourites in this game. I don't have much between them, but we knew that given the two results on the weekend, Roosters getting thumped, Panthers flogging, albeit the the Bulldogs, that the 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 rank and file will want to be on Penrith in this one. So I think we went up a dollar eighty, and I think they've continued to firm, and you can see the the weight of money um, sort of sort of backs up that that theory. Here's what scares me, Joel. So I'm I'm taking Penrith, but here's what scares me. What what, what do Penrith do? They normally blow out a lead. They're twelve nil up after twenty minutes. Yeah, that, I know where you're going with and this. I agree. I can't see the Roosters being bad at the start. There's no way. And you heard my thoughts on the Roosters. I think they might be cooked, and it will be a good atmosphere at Penrith. That will be a factor. And Penrith are at home. Home comforts. They've got a point to prove. I, I just can't see that Roosters side. 
uh, yielding points early. So I think it's going to be tight, and I, I fear that Penrith aren't going to be as used to that as they should be. Yeah, I, I know where you're coming from here, and I I disagree I, as far as I don't think the Roosters have hit the wall, but I just don't think they're as good a side as last year, and, and they were overspruked all year. I think Penrith, and I, and I ate humble, humble pie before, I think they're a better team. Yep. They are at home. They have all the favours. It goes their way. But as you're alluding to, Dan, is that if they're behind, you know, by six or eight points, they haven't really been in this situation. They've been a gay waterhouse runner. They've been out up the front and they just dictate terms and they lead the whole way. They haven't trailed at halftime since round eight. That's what I mean. So Three if, months. If you want to back the Panthers, maybe the bet is half full double. They are yep. fantastic front runners. Yep. I'm tipping the Panthers, but... but I'm respecting the Roosters, and I think the Roosters bounce back in a major way. But I'm, you know, Appy Coruscant, and uh, you know, Brent Naden hasn't lost a game in 13 months. Yeah. Well, Brent Naden wasn't good enough to be in the side. That's how good they're going. Is that this bloke who scored 12 tries in 16 games? It was a month he couldn't crack the team. Liam Martin couldn't make the team. Liam Martin couldn't. Uh, um, Fisher Harris. I think Fisher Harris is going to be the player of the finals. There you go. There you go. And I, I, now, we'll get to Melbourne Storm in a second because I'm going to make another bold declaration. But okay, so Penrith for you. Yep. Now, can we also do, and whether we whether Jarv wants to count these in the score or not, let's look at over-unders as well. I think this is an absolute special to be an unders game. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, because I think the Roosters will give it what they've got. And, and we know they can defend. Penrith are conceding less than 12. The, the, it's a very small number, 37 and a half. I just think in a final, the first final, I, I I just can't see whoever loses being completely blown out in the last 20. So give me Penrith minus two and the under. Hey, coal miner, uh, further to Dan's point about for eight years we've seen in a row where one of the lower seeds has upset the higher seed. And, and to prove this, as, as it's unlikely once again to have all the hot pots win, the multi for the top seeds... Yes is $3.22. Yuck. So, so therefore, Cole Miner, you're far more chance of it getting beaten than it winning, aren't you? There should be an upset yeah. somewhere. Yeah, well, any any sort of four-leg multi is going to... You're always favourite to, to get one to get one beat. But um, it's not, not every day that the first four um, finals matches we see some some short prices like yeah. we are in this week. So it is a bit of a funny start to the finals this, this year. But... Um, as I said before, I've only got Penrith a very, very slight favourites here. I think experience counts for a truckload here. Mm. Um, few, few guys in really key positions in that Penrith team that might not have played in the in the big lights, and, and we all know that the Roosters have done it before. I think it's going to be low scoring, as you said. It's such a big game, you know, to, to be able to sit in the spa for a week and then and then get a home prelim. It's huge. Um, so I like I like Roosters uh, the plus two that Ooh. it is down and unders as well. Right. Just the mild to, safety of the extra two points there. Just to further his point about uh, experience counts in finals, well, eight of the last ten Clive Churchill medalists had played in the grand final before. Yeah, this is a good stat from last week. Yeah. But I'll present this to you. So for the Roosters, Manu is back, Brett Morris, Isaac Liu, Lindsay Collins, but their hooker, four games. Pretty mm-hmm. lussic. Yep. Hey, hey, how many did Sam Verrills play last year? Sam Verrills is not... Yeah, but... But... Freddie... Is their third choice hooker? Mm. It's a big out. It is Jake a big Friend out. Of course, it is. There. So, um, without great confidence, I've gone Penrith. You've gone Penrith as well. Under or over? Under. Okay. All right. So we're on, we're thinking this is going to go a similar style of game. Um, 
By the way, Penrith's first home final in 10 years. There we go. Uh, and the Roosters have conceded just 42 points in their last six finals. Last five finals they've played, single digits, all of them. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the Saturday afternoon game. 5.40, Canberra versus Cronulla. This would be one of the great finals upsets. But look at the weight of money. So Canberra eighteen, Sharks $5, right? And the line is 13 and a half. But the weight of money, I can't believe, Sean, that the Sharks are getting as much as 36% of the money their way. Obviously, mm. people are looking for value. But my goodness, that's all. more than a third of the money is going to the despised outsiders. It is, and even more so. We don't have it on screen, but the, the it's like 83 or 85%, something like that, uh, of the money is on the Raiders at the minus. So I think punters, rather than take that no. short... Dollar eighteen, dollar twenty. They're they're more than happy to pile into the to the minus thirteen and a half, thinking uh-huh. that they're going to do this one pretty easy. Okay, mm. it does. Joel feel like the sort of game that once if Canberra can break Cronulla, they can really put a score on in the last. Uh, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, and the earlier game too uh, should be good, good conditions there. I think they gallop away with this. Yeah. And you can go for uh, alternative score lines for the team. So the Sharks to score only four points because their goal kicking has been average. No Sean Johnson playing. To only score four or to score zero, I think that's worth a throw at the stumps. Uh, Raiders have cheekily got this record, won nine of the last 11 games. So they're humming along there. Mm. 24 points a game they're conceding this year, the Sharkies. This is fodder of the cannon variety. More, more than 100 points worse than the second worst defensive team in the finals. Yeah. It's awful. And, and, and Ricky Stewart has has oozed confidence. And he said, look, you know what? No one has one outside the top four in the current NRL format. However, no one's been good enough. And and that's quite true, isn't it? Yep, uh, 100%. And uh, their, their draw, Sean, I'm going to present the case for Canberra. And, and I'm taking them to win this game comfortably. And I think it, it might be an overs game uh, just because it's 42 I agree and a with half. both of those. Um and I, you can just uh, – I, I think Cronulla will give a good 25 minutes. I'm not trying to be insulting, but I think they can really stick with them early. Tracy and Townsend have never played together. Really? As a halves combo. Tracy's a very good player, but Sean Johnson is a tri-assist merchant. Yeah, that's exactly right. You leave that on the table. So, um, uh, But my case for Canberra is they should win this, and they will play 1v4 loser – I'm tipping Roosters, but I'm happy to be wrong there. They won't be intimidated by the Roosters. They don't scare anyone. Right. They're not fearful of and anyone. Then, and then likely a, fi- a prelim final in Brisbane against Melbourne. Now, the, now they are absolutely not intimidated by the Melbourne Storm. So it would be a hard road. Mm. You're, you're having to knock off the two sides of the decade, of the last decade, but... It's there. You can make that case. You don't look at that and go, "Oh, geez, no, well, they need they need that to happen to, for the draw to fit right for mm. them." I can see the case for Canberra, but anyway, Canberra for me, Canberra for you. What about you, Sean? Uh, yes, I'm leaning the way of the Raiders as well. It's it's hard to make this game uh, any, any big of a number than, than what it is at thirteen and a half. But I, I bang on about it a fair bit when approaching sort of the way I look at games. And there's plenty more upside in back in the Raiders. We've seen. In knockout games like, and even Origins, it's when a game gets away from teams, the queue can go in the rack for the other team. Um, yeah. So I, I don't expect it to be a blowout from the outset, but if it's around that number late, 
Um, I think they could really go on with it. So Raiders and overs for me. Right, we're on the same page there. Well, Cronulla, I think, averaged 31 points conceding against top eight teams. We know they haven't beaten a top mm. eight team. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it would be well. This is the thing I don't get. How can that be the same odds as our next game? Dollar eighteen, five dollars. Melbourne, Parramatta. Now, yes, Melbourne are an almighty team, and in Queensland they're just about unbeatable. But to think that Parramatta are a bit as big as outsiders as Melbourne to me is a little strange. And you can see the weight of money again, almost fifty percent with the Eels. Dollar eighteen, Melbourne, five dollars, Parramatta. I seem to have this memory about three years ago. Parramatta went down to Melbourne and should have beaten them in yeah. a 1v4. Semi Rad Radra was playing that day. Mitch Moses had a blinder. Yep. I can see Melbourne really challenging the Melbourne Storm here. Now, uh, Melbourne, there, is there anyone of note missing? No, I think... Oh, well, Tui Kamakamitha because he was suspended, but... When you've got Tino playing off the bench, it's a pretty awesome side, but I will give any Parramatta yeah, cool. side that has Nathan Brown at least a chance. Yep. I think while he's there, they've got a chance. Dylan Brown is back. Yeah, it's a risk, but I think we all agree risking. Uh, Dylan Brown at 50-50 is better than their current options. Yep. 13 and a half. A lot of start, Joel. Yeah, I, I, I'll i take the Eels with a start. I'm yeah. tipping the Melbourne Storm, but it's a trappy, trappy, trappy game. Gutherson's going to go very close to winning the Dally M Award. Uh, look, Sevo and Ferguson, proven big wingers. Uh, Wunger Blake, no problem there in the centres. Jennings, it's a trappy game. Um, Parramatta for me at the line, Melbourne Storm to win, Cole Miner. Yeah, similar to the to the early game, the, the head-to-head split is pretty close to even but um, like the Raiders punters really getting around the storm at that big big yeah. line so they're expecting them to to really put a score on the board I'm not so sure um, and what about this I, I never thought I'd, I'd see the day where Brenko Lee was rested from a Melbourne storm outfit on the eve of the finals I'd, honestly you can put a put a fork in me I'm done there um, maybe you just hate centres I mean, I mean the stuff on Carrot Holland was nah. you know borderline oh, yeah. <laughs> well it was bullying but, it was uh, <laughs> no borderline about it yeah and now Brinko Lee but I must admit this, it's the one area the storm haven't worked out that's is right that, is that centre position but you know what's yeah. happened he, he wasn't rested Cole Miner uh, Paul Momorowski got injured in that game yeah Paul Momorowski was set to play centre in this game I've got no doubt about that so how are you playing it okay yeah, look, I like I like Parramatta. They get um, Dylan Brown back, who's huge. Um, I, if you cast your mind back to when they played Penrith probably three weeks ago, that game was 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 really tight for sixty minutes. I think it might have been six two for an hour before Penrith just ran away with it. So I think they've got a tight game in them, mm. and I'm expecting this to be to be relatively tight. So more than happy to be on the on the on the big plus. Yeah, and I wouldn't be head-to-head as well. Five dollars is huge okay. in a in week one of a finals. Also, if, if you if you do like um, if you do like Parra this week, but not so sure about them long term, we've got the stage of elimination market up under extra markets there on the app. So if you if you fancy Parramatta to get through this week, but maybe fall over next week, then you can you can have okay. a, a little bit down the down not, the line. Okay, so eels for you over under. You just broke up for a second there. Sorry, under. For yeah, me. Oh, me too. What about you? Yeah, like I'm under. Said, I'm under. It never works out when we're in, when it's a consensus, and that's two in a row now. Canberra in the over, into Melbourne in the under. Mm. Okay. Won't be three in a row, I can tell you that no, much. No, but I uh, – you know what? I think it might be. Really? 
South Newcastle uh. is our Sunday afternoon fascinating clash because you don't know what the hell you're going to get from these teams. South obviously in red hot form. Uh, the red hot favourites, dollar thirty three. Look at the money for New- for lack of money for Newcastle, just thirteen percent. I can't believe that, Sean. Three dollars forty. I know South were magnificent last week. I don't think they're consistent enough to warrant eighty seven percent of any market. No way, Jose. How you seen it, Cole Miner? <laughs> I think they're uh, they're more than welcome to be receiving that sort of money. I think they do this uh, to pretty comfortably. Yeah. What about the form line going into this game though? They got got beat by the Bulldogs two weeks ago, then flogged the Roosters. So if you can work it out, um, you're a far better judge than me. But um, Knights have been so so disappointing. No more disappointing than last week when they had. Um, a home final on a plate, really. All they had to do was get over the Titans, who had nothing to play for and couldn't get the job done and got and were humiliated, really. On the other hand, we saw what South did. So, um, like the Raiders game, it's it's hard to get the number too much bigger than this, but I think there's more upside in back in South to run away with it. Mm. Okay. Um, to me, the matchup for South, their forwards, as we look at some of those stats on the screen there, Newcastle's first final since 2013. Um, I like the bottom one, Dan. Knights unbeaten when leading at half time. There you go, eleven and zero. But they don't come back. They, they've got to start well because mm. if they start well, they tend to win. If they start badly, they have no comeback in them. But to me, South, we, we agree, South forwards have overachieved certainly from our expectation. If Clemmer and Daniel Saifidi and Jacob Saifidi have barnstorming games, I'm not sure South. They they, they might go with them, but that's it. If these Newcastle forwards can deliver the game they're capable of, I can see them at least challenging South. I like the start. Yeah, I like eight points. I, I just don't trust. I, I'm sorry, I don't trust South. I think South will win, mm. but I just don't trust them to blow Newcastle away. Yep, uh, I have said on this podcast all year they're not a team I want to play in the finals. The Newcastle Knights. They've got mm. some big, big names who have played in some big, big games. I will say this. Newcastle have the most boring game plan in the whole competition. They are high up in completions. They are high up as far as limited errors goes. But did you know this, boys? Six of the top eight sides are in the bottom eight for conceded errors. They've made the most errors, in yeah, other particularly words. Particularly the Roosters. Yes. But but that correlates also to points because they score tries. They're playing footy. They're they playing. score tries. Yeah. The other thing that makes uh, the Newcastle Knights game plan boring is bat you know what – they complete, they get to the other end, they rely on the kick. One third of their tries are scored of a kick. Yeah. You know, there's far more footy in South Sydney. But if I go back to round 10 when they met, right, Newcastle had them 20 nil. Yes. They were charging through the middle and they played a bit of football. The three, tri- three of the four tries they scored that day, unconventional, where you're pushing the pass, putting an early kick through, those sorts of things. That's what they need to do. Newcastle Knights and Adam O'Brien, you are not going to win this competition by boring teams to death. Open the shoulders. Davey Warner wants to get outside <laughs> the crease. So start hitting some balls. They've got to do that, Dan. Yeah, I agree. Um I thought you'd be on South once you saw that the Bermuda Triangle of uh, of, of second rowers, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, because yeah. that's where attacking raids go to die, according to you. They do. So and get it past the back. bloody back rower. Back rowers, do your job. Stay out of the way when they're 10 metres out. You just Fitzgibbon. Let Bradman Best do his work, as per his surname. Let him get the ball, because Stixley's waiting for it to score in the corner. Just stay out of the way when the ball's 10 metres out. Okay. All right. So uh, which way are you going? Oh, what do you reckon? <laughs> well, confirm it. Just so Newcastle. We, I know, but I just want to, you know, uh, you've got to lock it to in. To win there. the match outright. 
Uh, wow. Well, wow. There that's, you go. Wow, okay. Well, I, hey, I'll learn my lesson. I'm not going to... Mm. Actually, Sean, I would be shocked if Newcastle won, frankly. I'm, I'm taking them at the line. Before we get to you, under or over, Joel? 44 and a half. This is the biggest over, under line of the weekend. Uh, under. Yeah, me too. Jeez. Are we going the consensus, Sean Ormerod? Under 44 and a half for me. But South's... South. Okay. So South to cover and under. That's interesting. Mm. So you're very... you're looking at like a 26, 10, 20, 28, 14 mm. type, type game. Okay. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right. So you've answered that. that. That's your most likely upset of the weekend is Newcastle. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I do agree I'm with you, counting, blokes. I'm not counting Penrith Roosters as an upset if the Roosters no. win. That, that market's so tight. I'm talking about the other three. I, I agree with you, blokes. I think the Eels are a far better chance 100%. than beating beat the Storm than the Sharks are beating Canberra. 100%. Mm. Um, have I got any other interesting stats here? Just going through. Luai and Cleary is a combination 18-1. and one. In their career, is that right? And and Luai is a five eight. It's a, I've got to check this. Twenty two and two. That includes his brief stint with Maloney. Is that right? Twenty two and two. Wow. Munster and okay, here we go. Munster and Hughes for mm. Melbourne mm. this year. Twelve and one. Ooh. Twelve and one. Brown and Moses. Ten and three for Parramatta. Okay. Then it starts to get a little more normal. Williams and White in 13 and 6. Walker and Reynolds 12 and 6. Keary Flanagan 10 and 6. Lenore and Pierce 2 and 3. 6 and 10. and Flanagan 10 and 6. 10 and 6. So, yeah, a bit little. And Penrith Spine, when Edwards, Luai, Cleary and Coruscant are together, 10 and 0. But Melbourne, when Pappenhausen, Munster, Hughes and Smith are together this year, 9 and 1. So there you go. It's, it's shaping up for those two. For South, this is the one that struck out. Alan Walker, Reynolds, Cook, only three and four. Oh, is that right? Only three and four. So He looked good, Alan, the other night. He does, He was he? a real spruit kid. He's, well, Bennett's huge on him. Yeah. Bennett is huge yeah, on him. He, he, he's going to be a good player, I think. All right. We're going to do grand final Cornellas in our brackets shortly, but first we must do the best bet. All right, the trader starts here. Sean Ormerod, I'm going to go to you first here. You, uh, What is the best bet for you this weekend? Yeah, probably no surprises, but I really love Parramatta um, with the start. That looks huge in uh, week one of a final series. I know they haven't been going uh, too good of late, but I think they've got a real lockdown game in them. Yeah. Expect this one to be to be very, very tight. Like, okay. Sure, it fully expects Storm to win, but that starts too big. But I'll also be having something on the on the Eels head-to-head. Head. Wouldn't mm. surprise me at all there. Okay. Joel Kane, I think you intimated only a couple of minutes ago what your best bet of the week is. Well, I do like the Knights. I like them at the line. I like them head-to-head. Head. However, uh, Campbell Graham, he has scored in his last seven games consecutively, three times getting a double. So uh, I just see this young man scoring a try somehow. Uh, he scored in the final series last year, so uh, he's my man. Okay, for me, I should have gone Canberra minus 13 and a half because I think that's the best bet. But for a bit of value, because I'm so convinced that Penrith Roosters will be under... Um, I've, I've taken that in with Penrith minus two to okay. get the value. So that blows there to what about three sixty or something okay. just to get a bit of value. So my my thing is it's I'm so convinced of the under that if you can crack the uh, head uh, the the line, mm. then you're getting three dollars sixty for your money. Okay, I just can't see points being scored in that game. No, no, you might be right. Uh, all right, so th- that wraps up the normal part of the show. But stick around because after this. Our grand final brackets. How do we think the entire finals are going to play?
Hi, I'm colourful labour identity Sam Dastiari, and I'm from a podcast called I'm Usually More Professional because the geniuses at Sportsbet said, you know who knows a lot about politics? A disgraced politician, an out-of-work alleged journalist called Joe Hildebrandt, and a soon-to-be out-of-work person working for the Australian newspaper called Alice Workman. This is the best, most in-depth analysis that Australia could possibly bring by three failed losers on that budget. <laughs> on that budget. They're paying you? <laughs> yeah, didn't you guys get that? Oh, this is awkward. All right, we normally end the podcast here, but something a bit different. We're doing the bracket challenge. Can any one of the sports bet get them on side people pick all nine games, pick all nine finals before the start of the finals? We don't really do brackets in Australia. We're trying to change that culture. I don't think they have whiteboards in Warrigal, so Sean is going to do it a little differently. <laughs> Uh, well, they do have, of course, but of course he can't. He's not even allowed to go to Bunnings at the moment. So we go to Joel Kane, first cab off the rank. Can he pick the finals from start to finish? Here we go, Dan. We start with uh, the 2003 uh, grand final rematch, if you like. It's the same scoreline. Penrith, 18 points to six, defeat the Roosters. Oh, that's a hint. The Canberra Raiders gallop in, 30 points to four over the Sharks. Yes. Big upset here in the Knights taking on the Bunnies. The Knights, they beat uh, the South Sydney side, 24. Bradman best scores a try, 24 points to 10. In fact, 12, because Adam Reynolds doesn't miss. Campbell Graham gets both their tries. Melbourne Storm take on the Parramatta Eels. Tight affair, 19 points to 12. Okay. So this means that Penrith goes straight through to the prelim. Yes. Roosters go to next week. That's right. Raiders go to take on the Roosters. That's right. The Sharkies are gone. They leave them there. They're gone. The Bunnies are gone. Yep. They go to week two. Newcastle. Parramatta will play them. Storm will go up here. Okay, we start with the Roosters taking on the Canberra Raiders and... This would be at uh, the Roosters' home, so it would be at the SCG. Yep. Remember, these grounds are half full, so their atmosphere will be mm, some factor. 20 points to nil. Canberra. Roosters win. Wow! Roosters win. They bounce back. Wow! No, no, uh, no. Sorry to play the Melbourne Roosters Storm. Roosters go to play the Melbourne Storm. Newcastle take on Parramatta. Yes. Back in confidence. Mitchell Pearce, 13 points to 12 field goal. So the Knights will take on the Panthers in the prelim. So the Knights are the Joel Kane surprise team of the yep, final. they are. They are, but they, they meet their well and truly uh, benchmark here because they go down 24 points to six in the prelim. The Penny against Panthers Penrith. are off the grand final. Yes. Melbourne it, Storm, finally they get some payback against the Roosters. 16 points to six. And it's the Melbourne Storm taking on the Panthers. Yes. Where the Melbourne Storm, 16 points to six, beat the Penrith Panthers. $3.75 grand final Quinella Dan. Wow, okay, there we go. Uh, uh, while I walk uh, over, uh, we need Sean's assessment of that. That was very smooth, Joel Kane. Had my, had my doubts about how that would go, but you handled that very well. Look, I've only got the, the one upset in week one for me is the Roosters, and it's not much of an upset. I think they'll go straight to a prelim final. And then from there, it's pretty much um, favourites all the way home, although I am tipping South to beat Para. Uh, in week two, yeah, but it, it all it all lands it all lands for me for a Storm v Roosters grand final. That'll be absolutely mouth watering. Uh, you can get four bucks for that. I think um, Sean and I are going to come to the same point. So okay, let's the Ganane version. Mm. So I think you and I, Joe, might get to the same point. I think I haven't done this in my head yet. 
but I think we might get to the same conclusion. So Roosters, we've talked about this. I think the Roosters will give it everything, but uh, uh, it'll be Penrith 14 to 12. So Penrith advance to prelim final one, and the Roosters play the next week. Canberra Sharks, we've we've spoken about this. I, I, I've got. Uh, 38 to 10 in favour of um, uh, the Raiders, uh, and they will play the Roosters in a mouth-watering game at the SCG. South and Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I, I, you know, I think South will win, but I, I'm like you, a little wary. I, I just I can't see Newcastle. Um, I just can't see them getting over the top of South, even though I think their forward pack is formidable. And this, I also think Parramatta Melbourne will be a much tighter affair than people are giving it credit for. But I do think Melbourne 18 to 10. Mm. So we are pretty much, uh, we're at a similar point. Now is where it gets interesting. I think Canberra will beat the Roosters at the SCG. Straight sets. I don't see... I told you, I think the Roosters might be cooked. Mm. And I just don't see Canberra being intimidated. The, the, the six again will be a talking point. They thumped, no, they didn't thump the Roosters, but they upset the Roosters at the SCG a few weeks ago. Now, yes. in fairness, the Roosters did beat Canberra 18-6 that day, but it was much closer than that. Yep. So two very close games. I just think Canberra... A little too good, but I, I also think a barnstorming game, 16-10. So that puts Canberra up against uh, up against Melbourne in one of the prelim finals. South and Parramatta. South beat Parramatta 38-0. I, uh, I think Parramatta are better than a straight sets exit, but I think South with a bit of momentum. <laughs> this will be at ANZ Stadium yeah. with 40,000, and this would get 40,000. I think South in a higher scoring game, 24-20. Isn't that going to be good fun? Getting 40,000 to a game. Oh, isn't it? They, well, you know my thoughts. It should be. It should be. Um, you want them all there, don't you? I want every final in Sydney at yeah. ANZ. But we get to the prelim finals. Penrith versus South. I think this is where the South run comes to an end. I do think Penrith is the team of destiny this year, and I can see. How many preliminary finals do we see? It's close, 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 and in the last 20 minutes, it's a celebration for the team going to the grand final. I could see Penrith winning that 24 to six with a couple of late tries. So that gets Penrith into the grand final. We've both got Penrith winning the prelim 24 points to six. Do we? Yeah, I'm beating the Knights, you're beating the Bunnies. Melbourne, Canberra, this is the game I can't pick. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna soft uh, it in a second. I think, sorry for the language, I think Melbourne, I'm going to take Melbourne in this Quinella with Canberra. I think this will be at like an 8-6 type prelim final. Like this is going to be an absolute um, defensive war. Mm. I, I just can't bet against Cam Smith in, in, in a game that matters. Well, until this point. So I'm like you, Joel. I've got the 378, uh, 375 Penrith v Melbourne grand final. I think it's Penrith's time. Yeah, and we I, just used different street directories, didn't we? So I would take Penrith in another low-scoring grand final, 14 points to 12. Wow. But I need to know the odds for Penrith and Canberra to meet, because I love Canberra's path. So I'll be having a little saver. I'm with you on Penrith Melbourne, but I want to know what Penrith Canberra is, 
And if I can pick up my... I'll uh, go to the tapes while you go to the, the tapes because yeah. I've... How, long, how much? $14. No, that no, will no. do me very nicely. That is the grand... While I think Penrith Melbourne's the Quinella... Penrith Canberra is my value bet. Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, well, clearly, uh, my value bet is Melbourne and the Knights. The Knights? You would get ridiculous odds for that. Yeah, yeah. You might as well just have, in all honesty, Knights just to make it. Make the GF. Because $101, Melbourne and the Knights. Okay, and what are the Knights to... You might as well bet... Because imagine if you got the Knights in, mm. but Melbourne let you oh. down. Like you'd be, I mean, that's Flanagan stuff. Oh, I could do that. Who's got the better bracket, Sean Ormore, before we say goodbye? Uh, well, obviously I do. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have to leave with uh, with Joel Kane, I believe, on that one. Mm-hmm. Out, out of your two. Okay. All right. And we and you're also going Penrith Melbourne. Have I got that right? Who me? No, yeah. I'm Storm. Uh, I'm Storm Roosters. Oh, Storm Roosters. Oh, okay. So you've obviously yeah. Got, yeah. Okay. So the Roosters winning this week, and then I think we all agree. Penrith Roosters, they have whoever loses is not going to recover. So we're going to attempt Here to we go. Get, Joel Kane, yeah. Newcastle Knights stage of elimination, lose grand final thirty four dollars. You can back that right now if you want. Okay, yeah, okay, righto. I, I, yeah, I could do that. I could definitely do that. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sean Ulmerod. Thank you, Joel Kane. Thanks, boys. But please, as oh, well as as this man always tells you. Uh, most importantly, gang, uh, keep an eye out for the brackets for trying to make that happen and gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs>